Hey guys, we are back for another episode of More Than a Title. I'm your host, Jared Thomas, as usual. And we have a bonus Cinco de Mayo edition um, with a special, special guest. Um, to give you some context before I make this introduction, but this brother here I met at SMW, uh, Social Media Marketing World out in San Diego. And he came into the Hootsuite booth, man, and his energy was just infectious. And then we end up having a good talk, found out that this brother is actually from New York City, just like myself. We had a, a really cool stories, but um, he's a great dude. And I'm so honored to have him here. So let's please welcome Arjun Rai, CEO of Hello Wolfie. How are you, brother? Uh, doing fabulous, as always. Uh, you know, doing great. Uh, hello from uh, Miami Beach today. We're, we're traveling here for the uh, Ty Lopez uh, Mastermind. And so that's been super exciting as well. But uh, looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, likewise. Likewise, brother. It's a pleasure to have you on. I appreciate you taking the time out your day to just come and chat. But, um, you know, as you guys, for anybody who's a first time listener, this is more than a title. And really what the premise of the show is. Right. What is the what is the lessons behind the title? Right. Because we are all more than a title. So what are the journey lessons? I mean, lessons do we learn throughout the journey and what can we really take and extract from that? Because too many podcasts are the same thing as marketing this as tactics. Right. But how do we all level up and what can we learn from, you know, people like Arjun's journey? So if you want to, man, let, let's start from the top. Um, let's go into your journey. And how did you get into the tech space? Yeah, so I would say I've been inventing, building, doing something weird with inventions and you know wires and bulbs since I was a you know six year old, seven year old uh, kid, and uh, and I and oftentimes I would you know drive my parents insane and be like, I want to do this, I want to build that, and Legos helped with that, you know, getting my mind into engineering. Uh, a, a guy named Mr. Kraskowski got me into carpentry. I still do carpentry till this day. I built a lot, probably all, half the things in my house, uh, or have been modified. Um, uh, what else? What else? I used to be uh, in the library. I used to like just learn about Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Donald Trump. Like, how did they make it? I was just absolutely fascinated with their uh, books and and uh, all the content there. So, started yeah. very early. I would say, you know, with that mindset of building something. And then in high school, ended up doing a startup in college, ended up doing two startups. What We raised venture capital for one of them. Uh, failed at all of, uh, all, of the, all of those in some degree and had some success in some degree. But when it came to Hello Wolfie, this is the furthest I've taken a company. If I was just pitching a couple of uh, entrepreneurs and investors earlier and I was telling them, hey, you know, being, being, uh, being humble and vulnerable at the same time, I, this is the furthest I've taken this company. And we've been through a lot of ups and downs, a lot of ups and ups and downs. And, you know, we need guidance. We need, you know, help uh, yeah. to learn, to, to figure out how to get to the next level. So it's all about showing up, right? We, I mean, I showed up at the SMMW event where we met. Uh, huge shout out to Michael and Emily who run the event and are, are incredible human beings. Um, it's it's all about just showing up in this you know event here at Ty Lopez's conference, right? Ty and I have done so many rooms last year, especially they're on Clubhouse. We modded, we co-modded rooms, and uh, now his team reached out to me. I was like, hey, let's do something, let's chat. And so I was like, okay, spend a few thousand dollars to come here, you know, make it make it worth it, and just just go all in, just go all in. <laughs> I, I love that you're saying the love the way you ended, especially the go all in, right? Where did that come from, right? Because I know that you, like you said, you're fascinated by Bill Gates. You had that entrepreneurial mindset, yeah. spirit, right? But what made you actually go out there and go get it? And what are some of the lessons you learned with some of those? Yeah. Um, you know, what are some of the challenges you experienced when you first started? Yeah, here's the deal with, with going all in. Um, so I'm very conservative with my financial projections, you know, all yeah. that stuff, you know, working with people, you know, I tend to, you know, fill them out a little bit. I tend to be very conservative, especially with a lot of the th- 
making a lot of mistakes, you know, making a lot of, um, you know, decisions where you didn't take enough time to think about it or do enough research, it makes you conservative. Um, so, but in, in our case, I would say, you know, when I joined uh, Jen Duplass's mastermind, who is an amazing woman, great entrepreneur, I met her on Clubhouse and she's done, I think, like a billion dollars in lending and mortgage industry, you know, mm-hmm. highly recommend checking out her masterminds. So I did her virtual mastermind during the pandemic. And you know what? It came down to investing and, and, you know, spending the money to be around the right entrepreneurs and the right mindsets. And uh, it's all about proximity. Some people say it's it's the law of proximity. It's also called you're the average of the five people you hang out with. And all of a sudden, I was going to one mastermind, turn into two masterminds because then they asked me to, hey, speak, you know, speak here. Uh, You know, in some cases, they won't charge you anything. In some cases, we'll charge you very little just for the namesake. And so we're actually on a 15, 16 city tour now to wow. not only promote Hello Woofy and our mission to support underdogs and small businesses, but we're also, you know, speaking about community building. We're speaking about how small businesses can survive and thrive. And uh, it wouldn't, it would, the only reason it happened is because we spent what I thought was a lot of money in hindsight, but it's really not. It's just pieces of paper, which give rise to other opportunities that will be worth millions probably hundreds of thousands of dollars no guarantees but a lot more pieces of paper (laughs) wow wow man and that that's that's amazing and i I love everything that you're doing brother um i would love to know too man where did the concept of hello wiffy come from where did that that derive from right and where did you what was the first steps of building this company yeah so i've been an entrepreneur as i mentioned since i was a teenager and every single time you know i was working on something um, and when I say we, it's me. <laughs> um, you, 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 we had to build a community. We had to do it on social. We had to do it on blogging. Yeah. We had to do it everywhere, right? And even today, till this day, now you have uh, app, you know venues where you can promote your marketing content on, for example, Google Web Stories. Um, mm-hmm. You know, smart speakers, Alexa devices. There are about half a billion devices around the world. Um, you've got newsletters that can be automated. So we're actually doing all of that in one dashboard in one platform. And we realized that you have to do that as a small business owner in order to compete with other uh, business owners or other, you know, bigger companies. And we came up with the solution uh, using artificial intelligence, using a lot of intelligence to be able to do that. That's in, that's amazing. That's amazing. Like for me, so I, I love stuff like that because I'm in my future life. I feel like I'm going to be a tech entrepreneur, right? I know too much about marketing. I have too much drive. I know that's going to be my thing. Right. But what are the first steps of finding the right people to actually develop that tech? Right. Like, what, what, what yep. how do you get that? What does the vetting process look like as an entrepreneur? Because like starting yeah. off early, right, every dollar counts for sure. Yeah. Right? So, so for me, I would recommend, and this is how we did it is, uh, don't hire people without looking up their, you know, credentials and in their, if you're on Fiverr or Upwork, you know, look yeah. up their ratings and all of that stuff. Um, it's so we actually so we actually had to turn our company around. We we raised a quarter million. We burned mm-hmm. through it. Made wrong decisions on the hiring side. We had to fire you know people who said they were something and they were actually weren't. Um, I had mm-hmm. to unfortunately fire my you know co-founder as well. Who, we're now friends again, and yes. you know it came down to 10k in the bank, and I was like, hey investors, and you know talking to my, our investors at the moment, at the time back then, and I was like, hey, what do we do? And they all said, you know, shut it down. We'll do the next thing with you. And I thought about it. And I said. Absolutely no. So I maxed out my credit cards. I maxed 120,000 in credit cards, 50k in cash, uh, and then you know, just a few months ago, I took another quarter million, uh, like 150k in loans out, and we paid most of it back. And yeah, and and so I said, okay, I'm going to build it the right way. And so we went on Upwork, 
We look for people who had high ratings. Um, we put them through something called hackers, uh, Hacker Rank, which is basically an SAT kind of like coding, you know, testing site. And we hired the person and the people that had the highest scores. And we've been working with them for years now. We turned the company around and probably this year we're going to do 1.2 million, 1.5 million. Uh, again, no guarantees, but we're going to do probably around that in revenue. So boy, was it a turnaround story in and of itself. That's amazing, man. I love that story, man. And I love that it goes with the mission statement, too, as far as being the underdog. Because if that's not an underdog... Oh, yeah. Boy, if I could tell you, during the, so just a few months before we launched, um, uh, we were auditioning for a TV show, and the TV uh-huh. show said, no, go away, you're too early, you're too, you know, you're not going to make it. Um, and then my dad called me up in the first week of September saying, hey, your mom's been taken to the hospital, you know, it's like three o'clock in the morning, you need to come oh, down no. to Princeton. Uh, she ended up passing away a few days later, but before oh, she no. did, the TV show emailed me and said, hey, just talk about miracles. We want you on the set. How fast can you be in California? And I said, I'll be there as soon as possible. We won the TV show. We raised over half a million dollars and we grew 21,000% thereafter. That is amazing. And first, my condolences. And I love, like, your, your spirit, brother. I actually just had a brother on yesterday. His name is Phil Johnson. I ch- he, check him out. He, he's like a Jedi. But the whole concept was betting on yourself and your Absolutely. spirit, right? Like, like, you have a go get it attitude and you're not going to stop at anything. And that's what I, that's what drew me, drew me to you. Right. Cause I feel like I'm the same way, brother. So to hear that is reassuring to say, you know, man, I'm not going to let anything stop me. And that's why I love social, to be honest with you. Mm. Cause it is, it gives the underdogs the opportunity to level the playing field in the market or whatever yep. it is. Right. Yep. You, you're a good storyteller. You could be the most known fisherman. You could be the most known salesperson. You can be the most yep. known whatever yep. you want. And that's going to draw the more product and it's going to draw the community and all those things. So I love the fact that you did that, built the product for small businesses Yeah, work with like companies like Hootsuite and things like that. Man, it's just amazing. And, and, and by the way, along those lines, I want to give a quick, huge shout out to Ryan Holmes because I reached out to him and said, hey, a couple of your customers are asking for an integration with our company. You know, we may be competitive. And he, he said, no, let's do a co-creating collaboration, a partnership. And mm-hmm. we are the only ones in your app store where, you know, we may be competitive in some regard, but we're actually, you know, a, a co-creating opportunity where your customers are using our platform, our customers are using your platform. And it's such a, it's such a yeah. fresh of breath, you know, a fresh air, uh, a breath of fresh air because it's not a zero sum game. It's not mm-hmm. a zero sum game. If you can imagine in the early days, you know, if Apple and, and Microsoft truly had, a, you know, forged a strong relationship because if you remember, Microsoft was developing products for Apple and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. Um, that relationship went in a different route over time. Maybe egos were involved. But I think to truly help small businesses, you have to have platforms come together, have to have a co-creating approach. Um, and Ryan, you know, we spoke a few times and he always said, you know, co-creating is a magic word. Um, and we'd love to do that with all our you know, other you know, competitors as well um, to co-create with partner with them. Because at the end of the day, we only help the underdogs. That's it. That's it, man. And I, I love that story as well, man. And I would love to even touch on like the raising the capital, right? So what 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 are those what are those pitches like, and how do you prepare yourself for that? Because like, man, I'm ready to buy in right now. You got me. So <laughs> you got me going. Capital, on. raising capital is like dating. I mean, you got to get to know the person. You got to feel them out. Um, so one of the things I'm doing now is uh, there's a new app called Intro. Uh, it's yep. by a guy named Rad, and he is totally rad. <laughs> no pun intended or intended. Um, shout out to Rad as well. And it turns out you can go on there for a few hundred dollars. You can you can inter- interview or ask questions or get mentorship from 
some of the most successful entrepreneurs and investors. So I spoke mm -hmm. to the founder of Zillow. I spoke to Kim Perel, who's a very famous uh, angel investor. I just spoke to Jacqueline earlier today. She's also a very uh, you know well-known LA-based angel investor and women entrepreneurs. Um, we met. Uh, you know, I'm about to speak to the guy who sold Kinkos for two point five two you know two three billion dollars. You know FedEx. I wow. mean, these opportunities, I'm like, just go in, just go in. It's a few hundred dollars. You're going to spend a few, maybe $100, $200 at the club next weekend. <laughs> spend it on meeting the guy who sold his bit company for two, $300 billion. Two, two, $3 billion. Um, and so I recommend taking out the intro app. I'm probably their biggest customer at this point. I have like 15 set up already <laughs> or I've already done. I just, just you got to go in and then story tell. Storytell, I leave with that story. I say, you know, hey, our story is probably going to be a movie one day, but this is what we went through in order to get to where we are. And we know that there are millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of other businesses that are going through the same thing. And our product was built for those kinds of DNAs that truly need help. Absolutely, man. And the fact that like you said you betting on yourself, betting on yourself. And I tell everybody all the time, like I even had this, uh, a pitch on this like internally the other day. Relationships are currency. Right. Relationships are currency. That's that's the key to life, man. And I mean, what I would love to do to know, too, man, are you documenting all of this stuff? Like, are you actually you said the movie? Great question. <laughs> I mean, I, it's all on my calendar. It's in my head. And uh, I thought about it. Um, I just wrote a chapter in a book uh, by uh, Paul Fink, uh, yeah. another mastermind founder. And uh, it, it has actually started getting getting me thinking about these things, because, you know, this can also be great content for ads great content for marketing because when you know the other person on the other end that you're about to pay to use their service knows what it's like to be in your shoes um, even though I wear a size 9 shoe and you might wear a size 14 shoe um, <laughs> it's yeah it's you know you're taken care of so I, we're, I've been thinking about it <laughs> I, I would highly recommend it brother because like I said for those listening and watching right so I also reached out to Arjun because I saw his ad ever since I me and him clicked on it He's been, he's been retargeting me all over social. And I'm like, I saw his pitch. He was pitching to investors, right? And it was just a, a crazy sick story. And it made me reach out to Arjun. I'm like, man, this is fire, brother. So storytelling is a big key. And I love what you're doing on that aspect. But like, think about the Kanye documentary. Think about those two pieces of content. It only could be more things to do, right? And when you're going into these pitches, right? And to have that, you can sell that as well, right? You can have that content. Now you're selling it for $15 for small business owners that are saying, hey, how do I get into these rooms with the owners of Kinko's and all these others? And that's a spinoff business. So you, you yeah. should invest in the content. It is the king. I know you know this, but. Well, I've been, we've been thinking about, so these masterminds are funny because, you know, they're all teaching about, and all of them are real estate, coaching, podcasting, MLM, mm -hmm. direct selling, uh, a couple mm -hmm. of NFT community builders as well. And, and they're coaches. And I'm like, as a tech company, I'm like, do, how do we get in your business? And and yeah. because you're our customers, and you know we can do coaching as well. But what we what we end up doing is every week on Wednesday at, at 12 p.m. Eastern, we do group masterminds. So you know the Argens, the Jaris of the world can come in and say, hey, need some help with paid ads, need some help, need some advice on building a funnel. Um, we built our funnels for like 100, 500 dollars, and we've done like three quarters of a million dollars off of them so far. It's, it's like little things like that. Just, you know, if you can handhold the person, then you can upsell them on a consulting gig or a, another gig. Right. And I don't see any other any of our competitors, uh, any of uh, other tech companies doing the services side really well as a SaaS company. And so I'm like learning from our customers how they do their business, because we're trying to do similar things and, and expand so we can help more of our customers. Um, and it's just about nurturing that, just you know, keeping up with it. 
selling a product is one thing, but helping them execute and get their goals accomplished yeah. with your product is a yeah. totally different thing. Yeah. And the other thing I'll say, and if you really want to hit this home and you really want to build a great business for the you know next you know five years, 10 years or the next century, bring your customers into the business itself. And what I mean is not just as a subscriber, not as just a client or a customer. What we've been able to do, so we just closed our fourth equity crowdfunding campaign and we raised all in between the four campaigns. We raised about you know, $1.1, $1.2 million. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Majority of that came from complete strangers our customer base, um, and most campaigns end up raising about maybe like 50K. Uh, we actually end up raising about um, $1.2, $1.1 million. And it's incredible because the numbers are as follows. Our average cart is $170, $170. The CAC, cost of acquisition is, for the customer, is about $100. Uh, mm-hmm. So we make about $70 uh, for, the, for the year on average. Some customers pay more. And then our LTV is $650. Uh, for, for you know how long we think the customer will stick with us, and then our average in, uh, investor that might put in some capital, again on average is about three hundred fifteen dollars. So if you take the six fifty plus the three hundred change, it's about a thousand dollars, and you look at the CAC, it's about a hundred dollars. You get a ten to one ratio approximately, which yeah. is unheard of in SaaS. And we also do mostly yearly contracts, which means all of our customers, majority of our customers, tend to stay for the whole year. It's just a different way of building a community. Plus, they get shares in the company with the equity crowdfund. They can build with us. We have a community called Content Masters where they actually tell us, hey, I love this. Hey, don't like this at all. Please take it away. <laughs> or, you know, here's my opinion on this. And and it's every single day I go in there and video format. I say, hey, Jared, thanks so much for that opinion. Hey, Jared, I really appreciate that. I'm so sorry that happened to you. We'll, we'll take care of it. Um, wow. And that's that's just how you build a community. That's that's insane. I wish I had the mic right now. I didn't set it up. <laughs> the mic, brother. That's, that's brilliant. And I don't know. I, I, I know it and I'm excited about it because obviously I get it. Like the cost back position, I come from the yeah. market. So I totally yeah. get that. That's why I feel like that's the problem. You hit you hit the head on the hit the head on the nail in terms of what are the problems with SaaS, right? One problem yeah. is it's too much boring marketing, not enough personalization, too yep. much generalizations in terms yep. of how we do marketing and no creativity, right? I call it yep. boring to boring, right? So that's where a lot of brands are missing a mark, but they're also not just creating community. They're just selling a product, right? So it's one no, thing, yeah. like I said earlier, one thing to sell the product, but to help them execute it on things outside of the product to really help them be more effective and efficient, that's the ones that are going to come back. And like you said, for what you're doing and allowing your your, your your customers to actually invest in early, to actually see the journey and see the growth. Yeah. And when it becomes the Google or the Apple, right, we're going to speak that into existence. They get to see that, right? And that's an incredible yeah. story. That's what goes back to even why you should document all this stuff back too, because that's <laughs> that's amazing, right? You need to be yep. documented, brother, because that's like a you are gonna blow up, right? So when you do, man, representation matters, right? There yep. are people like you that think this can't happen, right? Same thing with yep. me. That's why I feel that's why I always with the hat, the hoodies, right? Because I want to show people <laughs> that it can happen. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> That's it, RJ, and that's it, man. So that's why it matters, brother. So I know I'm looking forward to your journey, brother. I would love to know, man, what, what are you what are you excited for, man? What do you get excited about? Like, what's what's next for you? What is like the end game? Yeah. Or what my, does success look like? My my thing is I'm a futurist. I was just talking to an angel investor earlier today, and 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 she was like, "Oh my God, you guys are doing so much, and you're growing so fast." And, yes. uh, and, and, and you're doing things that people haven't even thought about, but, you know, smart speakers, for example, Alexa devices, mm-hmm. broadcasting to them, um, you know, as easily as scheduling a Facebook post or, 
um, you know, augmented reality, we actually, we realize that most of our customers are, you know, at home or they're women led businesses, um, you know, between the age of 30 and 60, we need to make them look way bigger than they are against their competitors. So we actually build an iPhone, uh, Android, uh, you know, uh, augmented reality app that, you know, tacks into the Hello Wolfie app and you can actually bring your clients in just like a zoom call, uh, and you can actually show them in AR your, your art gallery of content on the left side the timeline, which is we call it the calendar on the right side. And you can actually ha- drag the post mm-hmm. from the cal- uh, from the library directly to the calendar and schedule it on any point on the timeline. And your client can be like, yep, I like this post here. I like this post here. I don't like this post here. Long press it, move it away. And you can do this in augmented reality. And the customer can be you know, 5,000 miles away, 2 million miles away. And so we're wow. starting to think about what does the future of scheduling social media content, blogging, smart speakers, newsletters, uh, you know, Google web stories look like from a collaboration perspective, because a hybrid of in-person and uh, digital, which is, you know, very important post-pandemic. And For so sure. we have to live in a world and build tools that help not only the bigger companies, but also the smallest of small companies. And uh, so that's what I'm excited about. Um, again, no guarantees, you know, future projections are not guaranteed. I have to say that no, because of, of how we raise our capital, but uh, I'd love to see you know my customers at the podium. I'd love to see my investors at the podium and my dad at the podium. And when I say that at the Nasdaq podium, and the ticker symbol being W O F Y, and uh, and I would love the Hootsuite team to be there as well. Ryan, you know you should be there. You you made it, this uh, collaboration happen. Uh, again, shout out to Ryan Holmes, the yeah. founder of Hootsuite. But uh, yeah, that would be the goal. Can I come? come on brother i want to be there everyone's welcome but i know it's gonna happen man but um let's let's talk about if you don't mind man let's talk about your family man like the inspiration you said you would have your dad there right i would love to you know tell us about your upbringing brother like let's talk about that a little bit and what kind of you know what kind of part you played in your life into who you are today yeah, I mean, I would say my mom, who unfortunately did pass away a few years ago. I think thinking back, I'm definitely turning into her. Um, my, uh, in, you know, insane need for everything to be clean. My, you know, taste in music, vinyl, you know, '80s, '50s music, uh, mm-hmm. sense in design and aesthetics. Um, learned a lot from her, uh, even though we we kind of butted heads towards the end, and uh, you know, mm-hmm. we we uh, weren't as close. Uh, definitely learned a lot from 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 her, and, and and she was an entrepreneur as well. She ran a skincare company at one point, wow. but uh, so she would be one of those people. I would say the dean of the university I went to. Boy, did he take t- he took me under his uh, under his uh, wings and taught me about bureaucracy, navigating, negotiating. I mean, he's like a second dad. So that's Dean Baronico, Jess Baronico, right there. Um, and uh, a couple other mentors. I mean, a lot of the investors that are on our on our website. They took a meeting. I met them randomly at an event, or they love my persistence. They may not have thought about where we were going from a tech perspective, but they knew that the founder and the team would make it somehow. And uh, it's a shout out to pretty much everyone on on our About Us page and and, and three thousand investors. We have three thousand people who've invested in our company. A hundred dollars, a hundred thousand dollars, and they've been very supportive uh, all the, throughout the whole journey. So I yeah. draw a lot of inspiration from them. That's amazing, brother. And I would love to share my story. Before we do, brother, can you let people know who's listening, who may be interested in investing? How, what does the process look like? So unfortunately, we just closed around on Saturday and we're going to uh, look into if we want to do another equity crowdfund um, okay. later this year. 
But if you are considering investing, feel free to reach out to us. We have an investor relations section. Um, and if you're accredited, you can reach out to us. Uh, that would be that would be great um, because we are growing fast. We are looking for strategic partners, channel partners, actually. Um, yeah. And in real estate, podcasting, coaching, MLM, direct selling, you, you name it, NFTs as well. So uh, we're looking for feedback. I mean, we're looking for feedback. We're hungry for feedback right now. How can we make this better? That's amazing. That's amazing, brother. And I, and I do want to touch on NFTs before we before we go off, but I do want to let you know a little bit about myself too, brother. Like like you said, how your parents were inspiration for yourself, right? Yeah. For me, yeah. you know, my mom was a teacher, you know, assistant principal for you know twenty something years. Yeah. My dad is where I get my hustle from. You know, he worked two jobs for twenty six years, from seven mm-hmm. in the morning to eleven at night, to put me and my my brothers and sisters to Catholic school. You know what I mean? It's because of that education that I'm here now. I messed up in high school. I was in doing wild stuff and, you know, had my kid and I had to figure it out. But, you know, that's what that's where I get that hustle. That's where I get that drive from. And like you said, seeing them see the drive and see all this. My family's yeah. proud now, man. They're seeing what I'm doing. I'm talking to people like yourself, other CEOs. I'm rising in the ranks or whatever you call it or whatever it is, man. But I just feel like I'm making an impact on people. And that's what I care about. So that's where I get yeah. that drive and hunger from, brother. And let's talk about NFTs because it intrigues the hell out of me. <laughs> intrigues the hell out of me, brother, because... We were talking about this. I had Walter Gear on um, a couple weeks back. He's actually one of the um, he's social influencer of the year from Adweek. He's a really good sure. dude. I you in touch. He's a great dude. But um, he, we were talking about what is the value of a moment and how you determine the value of a moment and really what are NFTs, right? Right now it's a wild, wild west, right? There's no regulation. Yep. I'm sure it's going to be like that in a short time when it comes really mainstream. But what is the opportunity and what are some of the downsides from your perspective? Um, so I, I can't speak too much on the NFT side from a tech perspective or, uh, because we raise capital publicly and it's a gray zone, uh, oh, okay. from commenting too much about it other than the fact that it is a, another example of history repeating itself, right? If, okay. if you take a look at crypto or blockchain or NFTs overall in, on, a, on a macro level, it's history repeating itself in that it is another form of currency uh, transaction, exchange of value, exchange of goods and services. And it's so fascinating. I, I'm, I love, again, I'm a futurist. I love Star Trek. And and if you take a look, there's a lot of papers and a lot of research on how Gene Roddenberry, her vision, the, the vision that was put together yeah. is it, so interesting because, you know, there is a global unified um, entity. It's called Starfleet. And, and the entire planet is unified and it requires a unified currency, a unified STEM-focused an education system, a unified planet, uh, which means philosophies and mindsets have to align and not have, you know, situations that we're seeing right now in Europe where people are just not thinking about the bigger picture, but they're thinking about egos and, and whatnot. Yeah. Star Trek is very fascinating because we're heading in that direction, both technologically. I think there was a study done that was like half or 75% of the things that were talked about, depicted in Star Trek are either in laboratories or already developed. Mm-hmm. including teleportation. Uh, if you look into quantum leaping and, and teleportation, you know, we have been able to entangle molecules and what that's very fascinating what's happening there uh, yeah. and real-time communication from, you know, any side of the universe. So it, it's little things like that that I, I feel like NFTs are just pushing civilization forward. I always like to say, I know my competitors don't really think about it this way, and I, you know, I talk to my competitors all the time just as founders, but yeah. I always encourage them, even though I'm a, you know, we're a competitor, to think civilization forward thinking approaches like in our case we don't want we didn't want to just do social i was like how do we push small businesses forward 
So we did Google Web Stories, we did blogging, we did um, smart speakers because they're probably going to be about half a billion speakers by the end of the year, Alexa devices. I was like, how do we take civilization and push it forward? And we may not have the biggest impact because if you take a look at the Karshikov scale, which talks about type one, type two, type three civilizations, one is a civilization that harnesses the planet's energy, one is the solar system's energy, one is the galactic wow. core or the galaxy. We're really nerding out about this now. But I want to see how I can make a dent in the universe to get our civilization from zero to one because we're at zero. And and we're hoping a Hello if he does that in some small you know effort. But NFTs is just an example of that truer, bigger vision, which is a unified planet. And I think that's where we're heading. Brother, that, that was amazing, brother. And you're, you're Elon Musk thinking, right? Like you're that mind frame. But when I see that, I say that as a compliment, right? Because like you're... you're most business owners I speak with, I speak with a lot of business owners, I speak with a lot of CEOs and, you know, my f- good friends. But the way you're thinking is on a different level, right? It's different from business and monetary and just revenue and things like that, right? Because you're like, if I change the world, the money's going to come. The revenue's yeah. going to take care of itself. And the way you're thinking is, is incredible, man. So I, I really I really can't wait to see what you do, brother. And just last question for me, man. Um, you, you said you, you're cool with your competitors, what are those conversations like? <laughs> is there like little catty stuff to like try to get a one up on each other? Like, no, no. I mean, I text Ryan from time to time. Uh, I'm like, hey, Ryan, here's a here's another entrepreneur you supported, and he wants to say a quick a sh- quick shout out. Uh, so I have Ryan Holmes's you know cell number. I just text him and say, hey, here's a quick selfie with this guy. Um, or uh, I was actually at Social Media Marketing World, and our one of our you know, smaller competitors, they were the lead sponsor. And I just said, hey, Emmerich, he's the founder of Agora Pulse. You know, you know let's just have a conversation on the side. And uh, you know, he gave me mentorship. He gave me advice. He was like, just founder of the founder. This is what you should look out for. And these are the things that you should, you know, consider. And he's just he's a human, great human human being. Um, uh, I've actually spoken to Joel, uh, who's the founder of Buffer, years ago at a random coffee shop because I was introduced to him by one of my previous investors, Chris Ye, who's... Um, uh, actually co-authored a book with Reed Hoffman, the founder of LinkedIn, Small World All Around, right? And and so Joel and I are just sitting in the back of a coffee shop. There's literally no one in there except for maybe like one other person. And I'm t- telling him about my previous company. And he turns out to, you know, obviously be the founder of Buffer. Um, I haven't met Justin yet at Sprout Social. Um, I hear he's a very uh, tough cookie. But uh, you know, he's brought that company pretty pretty far along publicly, and you know that's a lot of inspiration for our category collectively as an industry, right? Um, and then the and of course Laura, I met at a mastermind conference of Meet Edgar and and whatnot. So there you go. You, you got to go all in, and you got to know your your neighbors. You got to know, and, and it doesn't have to be competitive. For crying out loud, go work with them, collaborate with them, co-create with them. Uh, this 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 logo right here, this collaboration right here, is an example of what that can look like. That's it. That's it, brother. And I love it. And thank you. And a shout out to everybody who's listening. Shout out to Britta. Much love as always. Shout out to Kamala. Shout out to everybody who tuned in. Um, this was an amazing conversation. I learned a lot from you, man. Um, your inspiration. I know everybody else who's listening and watching this, they're like, yo, man, I'm rooting for you, brother. So it was just amazing to finally meet you again, brother. I'm glad we yeah. met at SMW. This is what relationships look like. Yeah. This is what happens when you just collaborate with people and 
good things like this happen, man, and good content. So I appreciate you guys. Um, next week, we've got Quentin Michael Allums, and he's a good dude, good brother. He's actually, a little story, he's actually the one who gave me the confidence to wear the hat and the hoodie. I used to see him on LinkedIn every single day with the with the, um, with the the hats on, and he was just going like, man, he's different, man. And I'm sitting there with my little polo button up on LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm like yep, this. Yep. And, and then he gave me the confidence. So I'm going to have a man. I'm, I'm meeting him for the first time. I'm looking forward to it. But Arjun, thank you again. I can't wait to see what you do in this space. And man, we're going to catch up, man. Thank you for everybody watching. Thank you for another episode of More Than a Title. Love you guys and see you guys next week.